The 381st edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contests. $14 million are up for grabs. Get all the details at CircusSports.com. Hi, you Jen Reno's, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 381. Going out to Myra Bueno Silva. No, we didn't have you picked to win in last night's main event, but you've you've saved us a lot of uh, a lot of stress, a lot of uh, heartache going forward. So this goes out to Moira Bueno Silva. Thank you for coming to the show. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox, aka King of the Prelims. We're here to recap UFC Fight Night. Home versus Bueno Silva. What an event it was. If you like decisions, oh boy, we had a lot of decisions last and night. Chalk. If you like meeting, if you like chalk too. <laughs> if you like chalk, last night was a net for you. If you like gruesome arm breaks, last night was a net for you. If you like meaningless fights, oh boy, last night was a night for you. So don't let other people try to tell you uh, last night was meaningful. It was not. Well, except for the main event, which, uh, was meaningful because the winner just got a uh, podcast dedicated to her. So what more could you ask for in life? So, all right, let's bring in my co-host. He's itching to talk. It's the non-chalky Daniel Gumby Vreeland. Hello. Yeah, this uh, this fight card was pretty inconsequential, which I think we warned people about ahead of time. Like, I didn't yep. think there'd be much movement. Although I did fill up my rankings this morning, and uh, I was compelled to put Jong Young Park in there. Because, uh, like... Uh, Number 14 or 15 in my rankings were like Nisorodin and Mavov and Kelvin Gastelum. Do you think he'd beat Kelvin Gastelum? <sighs> I mean, we're kind of jumping the gun so here, goodness. but like it depends which Gast Gastelum we're, we're gonna see. Right. Uh, All right. The one who the one who fought. Fight. Yeah, his last fight was good. <laughs> but but you know, John Young Park's maybe, yeah. John Young Park's resume, if if you don't count the fact that he got clipped by Hobocop in a fight yep. of the night effort, too. Like, he has one seven out of eight. Yep, it's true. I thought you were going to say uh, you were thinking about ranking Zhang Li, uh, our friend uh, Zhang. And I mean, I he's, was, uh, he's already he's number one. Yeah, he's in the pound yeah. for pound. Number one in our hearts uh, in the Discord. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. But yeah, um, I, I guess th- there were some some interesting results last night. But uh, like I said, King of the King of the Prelims came through. I was undefeated on the prelims uh, because nothing but chalk came through. Every fight was chalk until the main event, and which of course we did not have that dog. So, yeah, not not the best night for our locks, dogs, props, parlays. But um, good night for me overall. Uh, better than Gumby. That that's the key, right? Yeah, I mean you had less dogs, so <laughs> you you had to be better last night. Exactly, and and from what I, I've been reading, you, you're not very good at this anyhow. So I am uh, not. That's no, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's the word word in the discard is you know you don't don't know what you're doing. So which is which is good to see. So, um, yeah, interesting night to say the least. Um, strange night, definitely. Have we seen that many favorites come through since we've been doing this show? I don't think we have. How, how many have we seen? Many what? Have we seen that many favorites come through? On oh, I don't think cards? I don't know that thirteen we've ever, out of fourteen or twelve out of thirteen. I, I don't think we've ever seen that much ever. Uh, like yeah. that, that might be a record, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, crazy. I'm googling it on a UFC card. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think there is there is uh 
that's not in the uh, Guinness Book of World Records, but yeah, possibly <laughs> it was. Uh, 12 out of 13 dogs, 12 straight, uh, sorry, favorites, 12 straight coming through. So a uh, hard night to, to make a big profit, even if, if you were chalky. But we will recap it all, and we'll get you set for the upcoming week in the UFC because the UFC rolls on. This time they're going across the pond, as the lame expression goes. But first, something that's not lame, Circa Sports. Circa Millions and Circa Survivor are back. 14 million in guaranteed prizes are up for grabs. Circuit Millions, you pick five NFL picks against the spread each week. And Circuit Survivor, you just pick a different money line winner every week. Enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Sports Gambling Podcast will be out in Vegas the last weekend in August. CircaSports.com for all the details. That's C-I-R-C-A-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com. And then you can get a ticket to UFC Boston if you win. And pick the Cowboys. Like I've said, every time we've done this ad read. Gumby says, pick the Cowboys, especially week one, because they're playing our boss, Ryan Kramer's New York Giants. Right? That's right. You got it that's all. That's right. That's that's why they pay you the big bucks. Exactly. All right. Last night was UFC on ESPN or UFC Fight Night. Home versus Bueno Silva. As we let you know in the main event, Myra Bueno Silva beat Holly Holm just as we predicted. And we predicted it would be a standing ninja choke 38 <laughs> seconds into the second round. Right? No, but you know, in in I can't remember who it was who pointed this out because we did get this one wrong. I really thought Holly Holm was just going to pick her apart from the outside and then do exactly what she did in the first, right? Because in the first, she she wound up with the clinch all the time, and it was uh, yep. you know it, it was boring as hell. But if you had money on Holly Holm, exactly what you were expecting. Um, so like, yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm. I, I saw the way that it was supposed to go, but then somebody pointed out in the Discord, we said pretty much the only path to victory for Myra Buena Silva was to catch her off of her back or in a defensive situation, which is exactly what she did. Um, I, I thought it was a super long shot, more of a long shot than I was willing to play. You know, I think she was plus 140 come fight time at or plus, plus 145. Uh, I, you know, I, I didn't think that was worth it just trying to catch us up, but hey, that's exactly what she did here. So uh, props to anybody who had Buena Silva. I did not see that coming. That's how uh, home lost the belt too. just happened to get caught in this yeah. mission. So, um, yeah, this was an interesting one, though, because it was it, she was doing what she likes to do. She was clinching and it was not safe, apparently, because Bueno Silva wrapped her up. Was that a ninja choke? Is, is that it, it is was that correct? Yep. That's the correct uh, nomenclature there is okay. it is a ninja choke. And I will say this, too. It, it's also weird to me that. Maybe it's not weird to me. Maybe it's because Myra Buena Silva has more faith in her jujitsu, but like. This is the same game plan Holly Holm used against Ketlin Vieta. This is the same game plan Holly Holm used against Raquel Pennington. This is the same game plan she used to an extent against Irina Aldana. I guess with the Irina Aldana one, she put her on her ass more than just up against the cage. But like all of these attacks, all, all of these game plans are the same that she's been using for a while. You know, even the Yana Santos fight. And none of them ever like attacked Holly's neck. Uh, in the way that that they did, so um, it, it's nice to see that somebody was finally like, "Okay, you're going to do this all the time. I'm going to punish you for it." Yep, it was it was nice to see. Like I said, usually we aren't happy about picking losers, but what we said in advance, or, or, or Gumby uh, pointed out, we'd be pretty happy if if we lost this pick. Yeah, I'm, did, I'm not bummed. I don't have to watch <laughs> Juliana Pena versus Holly Holm for the belt yeah, and it, have some kind of rooting interest in that. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it helped that uh, the prelims were uh killer, at least for me. Um, so now what are we doing with this dog food of a division? Dan is, 
we, we didn't want to see Pena home, but we're probably going to see Pena, what, Pennington now? Is that even, is that No, I, I think you got to go Buena Silva. You think so? Yeah, I think you have to. Um, uh, and, and to be completely honest, I hope they do Buena Silva versus Pennington. Um, yeah. You know, like that, that would, I would not be bummed out to see that as a title fight. Um, I'm not going to say I'm going to be excited for it, but I would not be bummed out. So uh, that that's there. Um, because I think, you know, Finishing Holly Holm is something, what, is is it just Amanda Nunes who's done that total? Maybe. How about maybe for an answer? Uh, Misha, Misha Tate. Misha Tate and, right, yeah. and Amanda. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about that, yeah. Yeah, Misha Tate and Amanda Nunes are the only people to stop her. And now Myra Buena Silva, how do you not give her a title shot off, off of that? Um, yeah. And, and yeah, she didn't look great in the first round, but she also didn't look bad in the first round. Like, she didn't look like a fish out of water or anything. Um, no. So I think you have to give her the title shot. I'd rather it be against Pennington. It seems like Juliana Pena is trying to start some cheap heat just to try to get herself, uh, no, you know, get, keep herself relevant enough so that they pick her instead. But hey, with Pennington having filled in as the uh, the you know the fighter in waiting for the last title fight, I, I don't know. Maybe the UFC feels like they owe her. They they certainly didn't care enough to give Juliana Pena the the trilogy fight with Nunes. And, and I think some of that's probably like Nunez is like, I don't want to see that that human ever again. Um, but like maybe they feel like they owe it to Pennington. So, I, I mean, I'd like to see Pennington Buena Silva, but you're right. It's probably Pena Buena Silva. Yeah, I, I, I think they're they're higher on Pena for sure. Um, they like fighters that say stupid things, Dan, obviously. Um, they, she they might like- be the worst at it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get three straight title fights for her. That's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, that's the another thing that makes me feel like maybe they go Raquel Pennington. Um, yeah. Because Pen- Pennington's on a nice little run. She did him a favor by being a backup and by, like, tearing up the contract to the fight that she was supposed to fight Irene Aldana, right? Because she was supposed to fight Aldana and they grabbed her. She's won five in a row, and that includes Ketlin Vieta, uh, Panikia Azad, Macy Chason. Um, and it was a good win against Macy Chason, not that weird upkick one that Irene Aldana had. Um, you know, she beat up Aspen Ladd. Like, I, I think there's a whole lot there about Pennington that they like. Five fight winning streak. She served as a backup. Um, you know, she's had a title fight before, but you know, so has Pena at this point. So I, I like her versus Buena Silva. Sure. Make make it happen, Dan. It won't, but make it happen anyway. I'm trying to manifest it. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. It is uh very, very true. So what uh most important question is I think is what are we going to do with our children? We have to keep them locked up inside, not let them watch anything. <laughs> who's going to save our children now, Dan? Uh, yeah. Holly home is uh, not saving the children. <laughs> Someone, uh, th- th- this man may have been saved by the judges last night. Not really, but it no. was a close fight. Jack Della Madalena. Come on, boy. Uh, our boys been uh, taking down a few, few pegs in our eyes. Not, not because he almost lost to Bezel Hafiz, who is a hoss of a man and uh, really took He's a big dude. <laughs> yeah, he's jacked up, bricked up. Um, he lost a split decision. Jack won 28, 29, 29, 29, 28. Um, no, what wasn't the fact that he almost lost? It was the thing that we hate most, us and all our, our friends. Jump Achilles. Jump Achilles. Oh, yeah, that's true. We hate that the most. What's tied for something that we hate the most? Or maybe a close second. I don't know. Low I, I don't fight know. IQ, Dan. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, and but which, here's which the, goes hand in hand with Jeff yeah, Here's the thing. I, I'm going to give him a little bit of a break here because I know people were being harsh on him, you know, whether you're on Twitter or in the Discord or wherever. 
um, people were being hard on him about his performance in this fight. And I would just say this. First of all, he clearly won this fight. Anybody giving Hafez the second round doesn't understand the judging criteria. And, and I said it last week. I, I don't think people give enough credit to grappling. But the fact of the matter is, is Hafez got like a minute and a half of top control time in that second round that ended the round. And he landed 13 punches in it. So like he didn't he didn't land with any kind of damage. And Jack Della was lightening him up on the feet. So like that second round, even Chris Lee got it right. Like that, that, that's a, that's an easy round to score in my opinion. That's um, a low bar. Yeah. And it, Chris it, Lee you know, jumped it, over it, is, it. It is a low bar and even Chris Lee jumped over it. And then secondly, I will just say this. I, I do think, you know, you probably take him down a, a notch from where we had him, which was like, put him in a title fight already. Um, but like, I don't know how much I blame him for the circumstances too, because you're right. He, maybe don't go for that guillotine the third time. But going for it the first or the second time, he knows he's got a good guillotine. He, But he's cut weight two weeks in a row, made his 170 pounds, which is tough for him to do. Being able to jump on a guillotine and, like, rest for a second, not the worst thing in the world. I understand why he's doing it. He also didn't sit back on his, on his back and just lay there. He got his ass back up. And his opponent is drastically changed multiple times here for him right like he was supposed to fight people who were not like basil hasif right he was originally supposed to fight sean brady okay who yeah i guess he got the wrestling but he's not like uh he's not the same as basil in the way that like basil was like really sharp with his jujitsu skills you know brady's a little bit more of a bruiser right uh and a little bit more of a grinder whereas basil was like a crafty dude on, on the ground. And then he was supposed to fight uh, Josiah Harrell. Same thing. Bruiser. Rapplers, yes. But not like not like jujitsu wizards, which is more of what Basil was. He wasn't like a tough wrestler. He was good at passing guard. He was good at keeping his neck in position. Like he was doing jujitsu good things. So like I think Jack Della expected to fight a bruiser who he could guillotine. He he got paired up with two straight bruisers who he could guillotine. And then the third one happened to be a bruiser who was not easy to guillotine. Um, so I think between the double weight cuts, the fact that the stylistic matchup seemed like it didn't change, but then really kind of changed quite a bit. Um, I think all of that kind of affected him. And, and so I do blame him for probably not getting him out of there. I blame him for jumping, let's say the third guillotine. But at the end of the day, like I still think he beats Sean Brady. I would still pick him to beat Sean Brady today because I also think if it's Sean Brady shooting those those double legs or Sean Brady getting in on his legs, he's sprawling right away. He's not playing there. He he felt like he could play there with Basil. Um, and I think that's the difference here. So, you know, I, I, I'm not selling too much of my uh, Jack Dallas stock at this point. OK, yeah, you, you, you sold me. Um, I think we can uh, get rid of or sell any hopes of him fighting in uh, his native Australia though next, right? Because this was probably too grueling of a fight for that quick of a turnaround. When's uh when's the Perth card again? It's very soon. It's next month, is it not? UFC 292, I believe. Um, no, it's not 293. Okay, maybe you can then. 292 is 292's in Boston. Aforementioned Boston. It is Sydney. It's in actually, and it's September oh, the 10th. So, uh, September, yeah, maybe. It's not like he took a huge beating. 
less his, than his nose two looks months. that way going into a fight. I would say so. That one's a, being in Sydney. I'm gonna say yeah. you probably don't see him on that card because he's a Perth guy. And if okay. I'm not mistaken, Sydney and Perth are like ten hours away, right? Um, sure, I've never yeah, been in Australia. I, I think Sydney and Perth are not close, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, and yeah. then, and and maybe I'm badly wrong, and somebody's gonna tell me. So then I, I see uh, they're going to Abu Dhabi in October. I think it's more likely you see him there. Right, book it, book it. And yeah, and he, he does have a classic nose. He's got like a hockey player nose, right? Yeah, it's all over. I love the place. it. I love all it. over the place. <laughs> uh francisco prado made us look bad uh not as bad as the raf made himself look but uh over he defeated otman azatar tko punches four or five in the first round looked pretty good for us our, our, our uh slight underdog pick even money pick uh azatar he was uh more powerful on the feet which is what we expected uh but the youngster clipped him with the spinning elbow um and then was just trying him on the feet the fight could could have been stopped several times Instead, the ref decided to stop it at the very worst time when Azatar actually kicked uh, Prado off of him and was about to, to get up uh, off of the mat and off of the cage, which caused a lot of a uh, lot of uh, anger from Azatar and anger in her discard. But like I said, the fight could have been stopped already um, up to that point, but the ref just chose a wrong time to actually stop it. Yeah, it's a weird stoppage, but at the end of the day, I, I don't think the result changes. Uh, and the no. other thing I'll say is, Azizar might have looked better than any underdog on this card. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's... And he got well, knocked other, out, other and he than got knocked the out. Moira Bueno Silva. Yeah, other than Moira Bueno Silva. He might have looked better than any other underdog on this card, and he yep. got knocked out in the first round. So that's the kind of card yep. we were looking at. There you go. Um, all right. So, yeah, so we're, we're in the midst of nothing but chalk coming through. So we missed on the main event. We hit Dalla at minus 602. We missed on Azatar. We hit Park. He actually looked good here. John Young Park. Uh, actually, uh, Durev, his opponent, Albert Durev, looked good as well. But he ended up getting submitted. Rear naked choke, 445 into the second round. Uh, Durev was putting it on Park. Park is a tough dude. Can take a beating. Um, luckily for him, because he was taking a beating. Not a heck of a lot of head movement there. Um, Durev definitely looked like the crisper and more uh, dangerous striker. But uh, as we had mentioned, heading into this, Park is a well-rounded fighter a very dangerous fighter um and the ground is becoming his go-to spot that's what three is it three straight submissions three it straight is. rear naked three chokes straight all rear naked, naked chokes, chokes. Yeah. so lucky he already has a awesome nickname iron turtle or he would have got some kind of rear naked choke nickname but uh as we said off the top park is sniffing at the top 15 the the performance rankings i do on uh my Substack money mma.substack.com subscribe today um he is, I think, 16th. So he's right on the verge of cracking the top 15. Yeah, I think you got to give him a top 15 guy next. Um, yep, for sure. You know, I, I mentioned Jack Hermanson. I think he beat Jack Hermanson. Um, also, Hermanson is one of those guys that you never know what you're going to get to at this point. He's right, kind of all I, over the place. I think a guy who can wrestle like Jung Young Park might just give him enough trouble. Um, I'll yeah. also just say this, too. Uh, I didn't think Duraev looked as good as maybe you painted him to be there. He definitely lost the first round. He looked um, powerful, at least, maybe. He, yeah. He was doing the, the more, most damage, but Park just ate it. Yeah. Although, I, I mean, like, again, I, I think Park was countering with enough that made him look good, too. And have also kept throwing big shots and coming up a little bit short on some of them. Maybe that's why he looked worse for me. It's like the accuracy wasn't there, and maybe that tired him out. But regardless, good, good day for John Young Park. Uh, and, yeah, let's get him in there against some top 
top flight comp. Definitely. Haven't fired anyone yet. We're, we're feeling generous. I guess Azatar, is he going to survive, you think? Uh, he survived the straight. potato incident, which somebody had to remind <laughs> me true, of but... in the Discord. So if he were, if he survived yeah. that, he can survive being knocked out two in a row, I think. Uh, already, he, ain't, already he ain't one in three years, though. That's kind of bad, huh? Oh, that's right. Yes. And, and he hasn't beaten anybody who's still in the UFC. I already had a good title typed down, but now the potato incident is possibly <laughs> a decent title for the episode. I'll have to decide when it gets to it. Um, one thing that I don't have to make too many decisions about is Underdog Fantasy. I know it's the go-to place to go. Uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. Underdog Pick'em is also a great way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog, and Underdog is available in so many states. Head over to UnderdogFantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. That's UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, we had dogs in our next two fights, so uh, obviously we lost. Uh, Norma DeMont, this turned into a, a uh, grudge match, apparently. Uh, women hate each other. There was some... Uh, Really nice uh, trash talk <laughs> from Dumont's uh, side towards Chandler, which I will not repeat on here. This is a family program. Uh, she beat Chelsea Chandler 30-27 across the board. I think this was a bad read by us. I, I think um, may, maybe Gumby disagrees, but I think um, this was too much for Chandler at this point in her career, and we were giving her too much credit for her, uh, her wrestling and grappling because it was uh, not on point last night, but she did give us the probably the greatest moment slash gif of all time in the UFC. <laughs> when she yeah. ran away and went head first into the cage yeah that was that was not good i will say this though uh, my my read on the type of uh fight she was gonna bring i think was spot on i thought she was gonna pressure dumont and try to get in her face yeah. I, I think my read on how dumont would deal with that was the incorrect piece here uh because chandler fought just like i thought she would um i thought she was gonna have to fend off some takedowns but i thought the fact that she would be in Dumont's face the whole time would make it harder for Dumont to get those takedowns. But the problem is the first couple times she got in Dumont's face, she got stung. Uh, and then she started backpedaling ever so slightly after being stung. Um, especially she was getting like afraid of some of those exchanges. And then that opened up the takedowns. Um, and she didn't look good in the, the clinch. I don't know how many, much of that was because she had gotten tagged, but regardless uh, props to Norma Dumont for like the way she handled that pressure. Because uh, I didn't think she was going to be ready for that, to be completely honest. Yeah, she she did look really good. Uh, Norman Dumont looked really good. I was I was saying too much too soon for Chandler, but what else are you going to do in featherweight? There is no fighters in featherweight, so you fight yeah. who you get, right? Do, do you think I, I'm gonna? Uh, I I know we've been jokingly saying just like kill featherweight for a while and give us Adam weight, but like yeah, what's your sense of of featherweight right now? Do you think they're gonna keep it because they had this fight booked? Yeah. Which, I mean, seems like a sign, right? Maybe they're just going to keep it so fighters can occasionally fight in it, but not have a belt. I don't know. They, um, they can't have a division. That's not really their no style, belt. though, at all. Yeah, 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 no. They love throwing meaningless belts at people. So, yeah. I mean, we got that coming up in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, who's... Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure. It's it's hard to say. Okay. Sorry, that's my answer. That's, that's but a good no. answer. Let's it, talk about Nazim Sadikov. <laughs> please. Uh Nazim Sadikov uh, got wrestled uh, by Terrence McKinney in the first round. McKinney put it on him, but then he turned the tables in the second round and submitted him rear naked choke with his own wrestling, 107 in the second round. Uh, his own wrestling or his own fence grabbing? 
Yeah, so, oh, yes. It was a night of cheating. Um, but McKinney, boy, it was fun with a well lasted, right? But that's two straight losses, both finishes, three out of four losses, all via finish. It was it was fun. Well, it lasted, like I said, with McKinney. Yeah, and and I I think when they signed him, I was like, oh, he's up at lightweight. He looks like a different animal now. Uh, but I think it's just like he hits a little harder up there because he still looks yeah. like the same guy who gassed out against Sean Woodson and hit him with a flying knee on Contender Series. You know, he still looks like that guy. Um, he still looks like the guy that Derek Minner submitted in less than a minute. And now he's up at lightweight and he won a couple in a row. But now we're, I think we're starting to see the real side of him, um, which is, I mean, he's a one round fighter, uh, which is, yeah. it's a shame to say, but he did what I expected him to do in that first round. He did it well. And then he just didn't have any more. And, and yeah, some of that was that Sadikov grabbed the fence on that takedown attempt. My favorite part, hang on, I got, I got to go back to that fence grab. The ref <laughs> says, get your fingers out of the fence. So he flattens his hand for a second. Yeah. And then he slowly puts one extra finger in at a time until all of his fingers are in there again. Uh, and then like the, a little kid trying to steal a cookie out of the cookie jar. It was wild. And the ref didn't say a <laughs> damn thing the next time. So, uh, I mean, I guess if I guess if he's not going to do anything, uh, get yours, Nazim. <laughs> yeah, it was not a night for a uh, great, um, great referee. And that's, that's for dang sure. Um, so that was the main card. Uh, lots of favorites went through, and the main card is where I had my underdogs. So I only hit two, as as did Gumby. But the prelims, I went perfect because they were all chalk. Uh, Melsic Bagdazarian. Speaking of cheating, boy, this man he was on <laughs> fire with the cheating against Tucker Lutz. He won twenty nine twenty eight across the board. We had a straight punch to the dick, which I love. <laughs> drop down, drop down, and nailed him straight to the dick. And then before the ref. Uh, was able to pause Kick the action. The head. He had kicked his opponent, <laughs> which was fantastic. And then uh, what else? We had numerous fence grabs by Bagdazarian. And then he did a nice, uh, wasn't really a poke, but it was more a rake of the eyes. He was a classic heel. That was like Ric Flair in the, in the flesh, in the cage last night. Um, he came through for our, our friend Ryan H in the Discord, who who uh, who was rooting for his countrymen. But uh Bagdazarian did not look so hot. Squeaked out a win. I was thinking we might lose this one, but uh, but by the skin of his teeth and a little bit of creative cheating, he got the win here. Yeah, I mean, I think he clearly won, uh, but it would have been really easy to take a point from him somewhere in there and wind up a draw here because he, he won round two and three. Uh, and I think it was pretty obvious, but he did and all the judges had it. But um, yeah, I, I would have liked to see more of him uh, against... He, he's a guy who... Just keeps giving us performances slightly below what I expect of him. Uh, because I thought that against yeah. Bruno Sousa, I thought he, he looked better. You know, he was looking good against Josh Colabau, but then he made a mistake. You know, he's just kind of one of those guys who's performing ever so slightly below the level that I expect him to. Yep. That's probably um probably all we have to all we have to say about that that fight. So um we we got it right at least. Uh, we also yeah. got this one right. Did, <laughs> didn't see this coming though. Women's starweight Victoria Dudakova didn't take her long to finish Nestella Nunes. We were hoping she would. Actually, we did get this one right. We said she would win via grappling and that she could probably finish her, and that's what happened. She grappled yeah. a, a gruesome arm break. Uh, Estella Nunes, thirty four seconds into the first round. Uh, this is something Gumby, of course, had to share in the Discord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it's gonna live forever on, on Gumby's phone, but uh maybe that broken arm has saved Noons because she's 0-4 now, but 
with Dana White uh, sharing um, x-rays of your, your busted arm that you basically got on uh, his company's uh, behalf, maybe she'll survive. Maybe she'll be a no. I think I think that's hype for Dudikova. Live to go on five. I think that's hype for Dudikova. I think he's trying to hype Dudikova. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, and I think I think that's Look probably what the she end. Did, bro. Yeah, I think that's the end for Nunez. Not anything to say about this fight, other than like I don't know, maybe the ankle pick was kind of fun for Dudikova with the Gator roll on it. Um, yep. You know, that was kind of fun, good. but uh, obviously she didn't get to do anything with it. So we we didn't learn anything other than. Uh, how far your elbow can come out of join on a takedown like that. Yep. And uh, it was nice that it was in the apex because you got to hear lots of screaming and bones snapping. That's always fun, right? Yeah. That somebody on uh, somebody in media row shared a video of her just screaming, which uh, I didn't share that in the discord. Oh, so you guys know, nice. I really love you. I wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> yep. Uh, this man is, is quite intriguing, not because of his funky hair, but, uh, Melquizal Costa, you can call him Melky. It's easier. Uh, took care of Austin Lingo. Just put it on him the whole fight. Um, just constant. This, this is what we were hoping to see for him and which, what we usually uh, see from Costa, even, even in defeat, just constant pace, creative striking one 30, 26, 30, 27, 30, 27, maybe a guy to keep an eye on at featherweight. Yeah, um, and his, his short notice debut was up at lightweight, so it's nice to see him at his actual weight yep. class, super fast. I mean, just like a, a shoot-to-box guy through and through, right? He looks just like you would expect yep, somebody. Guy. Yeah, so exactly like you'd expect for somebody uh, out of that gym. So, uh, yep, I want to yep. see him again as soon as possible. Evan Elder came through at lightweight over at General Baldez, 30-26, 29-28, 29-28. Some wacky scorecards, but when you see how the cards were actually broken down, it it wasn't um, wasn't criminal or anything like that, uh, and we had Elder in this one. Yeah, right call. Just a slightly better striker. Not not really much to say here. Valdez's yeah. game, he was, he was going down throwing, and he took yep. a hell of a punch. He did, yeah. He, he got dropped a few times, or at least... Uh, and or rocked a few times, but, but came through, uh, put, put a beating on elder as well. Uh, Maxim, the newcomer, uh, Azat Maxim didn't look as, didn't look like a minus 400 favorite heading, oh, no, no, he no. Was heading into the fight against <laughs> Tyson. And that's something we may have to keep an eye on in the future. Uh, when a newcomer fighting a USC veteran is, is that big of a favorite, you know, uh, maybe pump the brakes on, uh, on picking them. He, he did come through split decision though, 29, 28, 28, 29, 29, 28. I thought Maxim was this, uh, was a wrestling machine. It, it was the, uh, the striking that came through from very precise, quick striking that jab, his jab probably won the fight for him. Yeah. But that's why that fight was so close though. It's cause like he, that, that is the way he operates is, is his takedowns and his, his work on the mat. So the fact yeah, that he couldn't get any of that going and he had to fight Tyson Nam, uh, I, I think that bodes really badly for him against a lot of other guys in this division, because, um, if, if your thing is takedowns and, and you can't get Tyson Nam down, um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's probably a much bigger problem here. So yeah, I, I don't know what to make of him as a prospect, but I did say on the show on Wednesday, you know, try to stay away from throwing him in parlays cause it's dangerous and it was almost dangerous. So no one listens to the show Dan. They just come into the discard last minute and say, who do, who do I pick? <laughs> so no one heard you say that. No, that's true. That's fair. Um, it is true. So it's two straight <laughs> losses for Nam in three out of four. Is he sticking around? God, he's so exciting, but he is getting old too, though. He's 39 at, yeah. at flyweight. Um, and oh, and it's, wow, I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Well, it took him too long to get to the UFC. Like, where he fights next. 
Yeah, that that dude should have been in the UFC a long time ago. Remember, he's the one who knocked out yep. Eduardo Dantas in the Brazilian regional fight yep. back when Dantas was the Bellator yep. champ. So he was like the pseudo Bellator champ for a second, um, but then just didn't get his shot for like another like, man, dude, I think it was like six years after that that he got a shot. So like it was it was seven years. Yeah, contract that. issues, right? Yeah, he, she, she has some kind of contract. Someone was some promotion was screwing him over. I think it was World Series of Fighting, if I'm not mistaken. So then yeah, he like so true. then he like went and fought overseas and like Russia and stuff like that to try to avoid it all. I, I'm I'm pretty certain that's what it was. Yep. Um, but then he did eventually get yeah. there. It's just a shame that it happened so late. Yeah. All right. Oh, I forgot we haven't fired people for a while. Lutz is Lutz sticking around? What's his record in the UFC? Uh, let me check. Tucker. <laughs> Most oh, that's three, shy away from three in a row, but it's Sabatini, Pineda, and Bagdaz- Bagdazarian is probably the one that gets you the ass. They don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bagdazarian's probably yeah, the one. They don't, he's one and three in the UFC. Yeah. Uh, Noons, you, you think Noons is going to get axed? Yes. Or, like I said, did, did her arm save her? They're going to no. quietly uh, release her in, nah, in a little while, though. Not right gone. away. Yeah, she's gone. Austin, Austin Lingo is probably safe, two and three. I yeah, and he, and he had won two in a row, lost two in a row. Yeah, it depends on how much right. they're like cutting people for contender series. It's, it's true. This is cutting time, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because contender series is coming. Valdez is probably gone. Even uh, maybe not that. No, Valdez good, is definitely definitely gone. He's gone. Yeah. All right. Whoa, Dan is rough. Well, he, hey, we're not saying we want this to happen. I, we're just I don't mean to be mean, facts, but like, folks. I don't mean to be mean, but Valdez got to the UFC by beating an Alaskan fighting championship guy, Patrick White. Oh, sick. Alaska, so like Alaska burn. Yeah. Well, like, and you know, that organization is terrible. So like he, he kind of got into the <laughs> UFC lucky and then he's lost three in a row. Granted, Provola, uh, you know, a reasonable loss. But then Natan Levy. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's time to let him go. And, all right, uh, flyweight, lightweights. Alexander Munoz came through for me. He beat Carl Deaton the third, 30-26, I don't even remember this fight at this point, Dan. Tell me about the fight. I mean, it was uh, the wrestling of Munoz or the attempted wrestling of Munoz uh, that seemingly got it done. I mean, like Deaton won the second, but like didn't do much else. So yeah, it was... It was an exciting fight comparatively to the fight that came before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Munoz. I remember now Munoz was not active enough on the feet. Pretty powerful striker, but yeah, he when he was far more active. So. so like he mixed in the takedown attempts. He didn't get very many of them. Yeah. Um, if no. any of them at this point, but like it was enough to like drop the hands of Deaton a little bit. And then when he landed, he rocked him because I think he only landed three punches in the first round and he won it on every judge's scorecard um, or three significant yep. strikes. Right? Um, and, and it was just it's the power. Um, and I'm not saying those are wrong cards, um, but he, he won it with his power. Deaton's 0-2 now and at lightweight, which has got a million fighters. So that that could be the end for him. Ashley Evan Smith is bye bye after last night yes. for sure. Women's bantamweight. She, she made her triumphant return um, against Eileen Perez. Perez wrestled her to death uh didn't do a heck of a lot of damage but wrestled her uh, I, I guess she did but um wasn't really that close to finishing the fight at any point 30 25 30 25 30 26 probably nothing that's probably too much to say, that we said about the fight already because it was yeah other than bad start to a bad night ashley evan smith is just a uh she looked like she wasn't the same person we saw three years ago 
Um, because though she lost not, a Norma, not react well to any hit either. She, she lost a Norma Dumont three years ago, and like looked serviceable in that fight. Didn't look like she was like you know like confused in that fight. I mean, she got beat up, but like didn't look like she had no ideas. This looked like she had no ideas by uh, against somebody much worse than Norma Dumont. So uh, yeah, this is this was low level MMA, my friend. <laughs> That's because she was on dehydro. Piano draw staring for that fight against Dumont. No, th- no was that, that was, her- was that on that fight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. I think. Yeah. So, yeah, she's not on, on her magic sauce anymore, apparently. So, anyhow, um, she will. She'll be bye bye and can keep doing her podcast or whatever she does. So, I went nine and four on the night. I won twenty five bucks, Dan, because it was way Talk. too chalky to make <laughs> to make any decent money. I'm up to 60% on the year on my picks. Gummy went seven to six. He's still at 54%. All of our, our locks were home. That didn't come through. Our dog, McKinney and Chandler, obviously dogs didn't come through. Uh, Dan had a Zaytar via knockout. Could have happened. Didn't. I had home via decision. Didn't happen. Could have happened though. Um, then Gumby's, I'm saying Gumby's because it lost. Uh, two fight parlay. Uh, Ran Jong, Superman parlay. Evan Smith decision did not happen. Elder decision happened. You always get half. Yeah, well, and that one's, you know, I, usually I play those on their own, too, not just together. So that was like a nice hit that dished out a little bit of black on a very red night. Very good to hear. Um, fighters who got some more black, 50, 50K worth of black were Jack Della Madalena versus Bezel Hafiz got fight of the night. Um, and then I thought it was going to be Elder um Valdez but it should have been was not it should have been yeah but that's always UFC likes to give higher up fires who are already making more money maybe not in this case uh Hafez definitely wasn't making uh much he was making 12 grand last night uh more than likely um performance of the night Myra Bueno Silva and Francisco Prado yeah I like those picks not much to choose from there yeah (laughs) two out out of four finishes I usually complain all over these, but then all those are fine. <laughs> yep, because there was only four to choose from. One of them was a broken arm, right? So there you go. Yes. Um, UFC fight. UFC fight night. Aspinall versus Taib Burra is where we're headed, and as I said, across the pond, as they say, to the O2 Arena in London, England, next Saturday. I want to say night, but it's not. It's afternoon for us people on the East Coast. Let's run through this fight card. It surely will be will be better than the last. Um, main event. Tom Aspinall, Marcin Tybura. Then we got Molly McCann, Julia Solarenko, Nathaniel Wood, Andre Feely, Paul Craig, Andre Munoz, Jai Herbert, Fariz Zayam, Leroni Murphy, Joshua Kulabal. It's already way better than last night. Then the prelims, Davey Grant, Daniel Marcos, Daniel Roberts, Johnny Parsons, Mark DKC, Joel Alvarez, Nick Parkin. That's a totally... Uh, uh, across the pond name, isn't it? Mick Parkin. Yeah, he's a contender Jamal series Pogues. guy. You know that. Perfect name for it, too. Jamal Pogues. We know him. He was on Top Turtle last week. Yes. Mahmoud Muradov, Brian Barbarena, Ketland Vieira, Penny Kayanzad, Chris Duncan, Yanel Ashmuz. Ashmuz. I said it wrong, but it sounds funny. Shauna Bannon, uh, Irish prospect, making her debut against Bruno Brazil. Jafil Filo. Daniel Bariz. Very good fight card, top to bottom. It's it's filled with really nice fights. So I know, uh, you know, in this last one, we were like, I don't know, maybe the close lines will make it more exciting. 
Uh, the the fights themselves will make this fight card more exciting because Daniel Marcos versus Davy Grant is a banger. Um, I, I'm so interested at what Johnny Parsons is going to look like uh, after, you know, he was supposed to make his debut so long ago and he had something wrong with his brain and now he's back, which is, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him to get to, you know, finally make that debut. That Duncan versus Ashmoos fight should be sick. Um, I really like uh, Paul Craig versus Andre Muniz. That's going to be weird if nothing else. Um, and the biggest question I have, and and we'll cut this short because we shouldn't be talking about this too long, but Julia Stoliarenko misses weight at 135 and they're like, let's send her down to 25 and see what happens. Yeah. Well, what could go wrong there? Right. Uh, she could get her head punched in by Molly McCann, which I'm pretty sure is what they're hoping for. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, very uh, should be a fun fight card, uh, top to bottom. So we will get that in your ear holes. Our previews for it Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, until then, the Discord is the place to be. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Twitter is SGPN MMA. Uh, also at Gumby Vreeland and at Jeff Fox Writer. I'm on Instagram under the same handle, Jeff underscore Fox underscore Writer. I got my Substack money, MMA.substack.com. Sign up, free or paid subscription. Paid if you want everything unlocked on the site for you. And enter my free pick on that. I, I will be running once again this week for UFC London. Gumby's got Top Turtle MMA podcast, which drops midweek. Make sure you get that in your ear holes. And all the good things in sports gambling world is, is at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But we're not going to wait to Wednesday to, to, to get back in your ear holes, to invade your, your space. We're going to be back tomorrow with a regional MMA uh, episode. Uh, since last week's went well, where we kind of did a trip around the globe to three different promotions, we're going to do the same tomorrow because um, there's a lot of good regional MMA coming up in the upcoming weeks. So we're going to we're going to jump uh, about among three of them and Gumby will give you winning picks and we'll have a jolly good time uh, until then. I will remain Ray Adito, Jeff Fox, and then I'll, obviously I'll bring uh, Nana Shabi kid Gumby breathing with me tomorrow to break down the fights and we'll talk to you then. Bye.